So I've had a few days to digest the news out of Ohio State that Ryan Day has hired Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator for the football team. Got a lot of thoughts on it. I'll share them with you next on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We always appreciate it. You know, we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. And right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. On today's podcast, we're going to do a deep dive into this Bill O'Brien hire with the Buckeyes, plus other news around the Big Ten, including Terrence Shannon Jr. and the fighting Illini. Been reinstated. You won't believe what the judge said to make this happen. I'm shocked by it. Plus, we'll have our Big Ten top ten list from the weekend. Be sure to subscribe down below and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right, I'll be honest. I was a bit stunned by the news that Ryan Day hired Bill O'Brien as his new offensive coordinator at Ohio State. How about you? I know there are a lot of changes going on at Ohio State, and Ryan Day is desperate to get back to the top of the heap in the Big Ten. That is his job, and uh, he is uh, all hands on deck trying to make that happen again. But was he so desperate that he maybe hired his replacement? Should he get fired? Should things not go well for Ohio State? I mean, he hired someone with a pretty big resume. Or did he hire somebody that could be the scapegoat in case things don't go as planned offensively in 2024? And what about Brian Hartline, by the way? The receivers coach, and maybe the best receivers coach and recruiter for wide receivers in the country. He was promoted to co-offensive coordinator last year. This was done in order to free up Day to spend more time as a head coach and a football CEO and more time to deal with name, image, and likeness and transfer portals and recruiting and fans and everything else that pops up during the season. But it was also done to make sure that Harline wouldn't leave for a better job. I mean, if all the assistants on that staff, that's the one they don't want to lose, right? And yet Ryan Day, for the most part, last year continued to call plays, as far as I could tell. Hartline settled in as the co-offensive coordinator. Now, I hear he will still be the co-offensive coordinator under Bill O'Brien. But Buckeye fans have been scared to death about losing Hartline. He's just really good at what he does. I mean, just look at the results in the not only the recruitment of wide receivers, but the development and the production at wide receivers. It's kind of been Ohio State's thing over the past few years. Marvin Harrison Jr., Chris Olave, uh, Terry McLaurin, Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. I mean, just receiver after receiver after receiver. They don't want to lose that guy. He's doing a great job. And so by promoting him to offensive coordinator, co-offensive coordinator last year, um, and now allowing him to call plays, and then followed by this year, you're still co-offensive coordinator, but you're very much in the shadows of Bill O'Brien, who's calling the shots. 
And maybe indeed Hartline will look elsewhere for other opportunities. And he will be in the shadow of O'Brien. O'Brien is uh, a big figure in the locker room. There were even stories that uh, was kind of like Bill O'Brien's offense and Bill Belichick's defense over at the Patriots this year. Um, it, it's going to be an interesting mix. Absolutely. He's, he's a headstrong guy. There's no doubt about it. So let's take a look at Bill O'Brien for just a moment. You know, some coaches, uh, unlike Ryan Day, they would never hire an assistant or assistants that could easily step in as a head coach in a jam. Other coaches don't thread it, and they go ahead and hire guys, and they have all-star stabs and all that. But, you know, suddenly a head coach may be more fireable if things aren't going well and there's someone that can step in easily who's got all this experience in the world and seamlessly and take over a program. Look, I know it's paranoia, but a lot of that goes on in the coaching world. And some places it's very, very real. So let's take a look more at Bill O'Brien and uh, what we can expect at Ohio State. Look, he's had a, a pretty, pretty good career. Uh, the resume speaks for itself as both a college and NFL assistant. He garnered some attention uh, as the Patriots quarterbacks coach and eventually the Patriots offensive quarter coordinator back in the day. Yeah, I know. Any offensive coordinator looks good with Tom Brady executing the plays. Nevertheless, he then took over a dead on arrival Penn State program in the wake of the Joe Paterno, Jerry Sandusky uh, scandal. He did such a good, I mean, really, he really did do a, a good job there. Uh, such a good job that he parlayed that into a Houston Texans head coaching job. A lot of people notice what he did there in the Texans. Figure, well, maybe he can resurrect our program a little bit down here in Houston. And frankly, he did a he did a respectable job as a head coach in Houston. But along the way, he became general manager at a bit of a power grab. and. The Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien, the GM, was a disaster. He would ship off players in their prime for a, a low return on investment. Eventually, Bill O'Brien, the general manager, got Bill O'Brien, the coach, fired back in 2020. So with his career in the tank, he did what many others have done. He went to Nick Saban Coaching Rehab, as I like to call it, and joined the staff at Alabama. A lot of coaches that their careers have uh, hit roadblocks. They go coach with uh, Nick Saban for a while, and then they get great jobs afterward. This past year, uh, he returned to the New England Patriots for a disastrous season as the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. There just wasn't any talent there anyway, uh, so that was that was a problem. And look, along the way, in addition to Tom Brady, he's worked with quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson and Tua Tagovailoa, and now he's the offensive coordinator in Columbus, Ohio. So this leads me to think more about Ryan Day for just a moment, right? Uh, this is, Like I said, it's an interesting hire. I was surprised by it. Maybe Ryan Day is very comfortable in his skin. He's not threatened by having a big-time coach with him on the sideline or up in the booth. But there may be another benefit to hiring a big name like O'Brien. Like if things go poorly or even if they don't, and if the Buckeyes fall a game short in the standings in 2024 – Day and the fans and the media can all point toward O'Brien and say, look, even Bill O'Brien came up short on this deal. Bit of a scapegoat situation. It's a possibility. I'm just throwing these things out there because I think of all these scenarios. Um, you know, there's still a third way to look at this move. And I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of Buckeye fans who are watching and listening are, are thinking this. And that's it's a big move by a program that is serious as can be 
loading up and getting ready with the best talent on the field and the best talent on the sidelines as possible and making a run at this very crowded and competitive Big Ten. Look, it's about to be a nonstop gauntlet of top-tier competition each and every single week. So we'll see if it pays off, and we'll see if it can help beat Michigan, and we'll see if Ohio State lands in the 12-team playoff. That, that at a bare minimum, I think, will happen. But, uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll point out to a couple of other interesting nuggets here I've, I've come to realize here, thinking about this Bill O'Brien hire, and I'll share them with you if you're ready for it, Buckeye fan. You ready? You know, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban have combined for 13 Super Bowls and college football championships over the last two decades. They've dominated the NFL and college football landscape. During that time, of course, sprinkled in, Bill O'Brien spent a total of eight years on the staffs of either Bill Belichick or Nick Saban. And Bill Belichick and Nick Saban never won a title or a championship in the years that Bill O'Brien was on their staff. Let that sink in for just a minute. I'm not a hater. I'm just listing the facts. Uh, on another note, this is interesting. In order to make room for O'Brien on the staff, did you know who the team let go? They let go of their quarterback's coach, Corey Dennis. Do you know who Corey Dennis is? In case you don't know, Dennis is Urban Meyer's son-in-law. Bye-bye. So what do you think about all this, Buckeye fans? I've put a bunch of different scenarios and possibilities here. Again, I've read a lot of social media. A lot of people were very shocked by this move. Some people think it's a good move, though. Um, we presented both sides. like to hear what you have to say about it as well. Are you, are you excited? As a Buckeye fan, are you excited about this move? Or were you a bit stunned like I was? Love to know what you think. And we have more Ohio State news to talk about here. Five-star quarterbacks, lots of them. Uh, of course, the Buckeyes recruit Aaron Nolan, been unwavering in his commitment to come to Ohio State and play for Ryan Days on campus right now. But another five-star is rumored to be coming in the transfer portal. What does that mean for everybody? We'll get to that in just a minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. All right, uh, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. And uh, FanDuel is a lot of fun, okay? Everybody's doing it. I want you to do it. Check it out. I mean, the NFL regular season is over. We're, boom, right in the middle of the playoffs. It's when the action is the most exciting. So check it out um, with the NFL and FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is very easy to use. There are many different uh, ways to bet in addition to, you know, point spreads, money line winner losers, point totals, prop bets. They have live same game parlays. They um, have a new explore tab, give you ideas on things to bet on. And if you like parlays, putting multiple picks together, uh, you can make uh, you can find a parlay in the Parlay Hub. They have a section dedicated just to that. It's the best way to find popular parlays. Got all that and more right there at your fingertips. So go visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I want to thank all of you for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen each and every day, especially you everydayers out there that help make this channel grow. 
Uh, absolutely love it. Thank you very much. And uh, the more the merrier. Meanwhile, be sure to subscribe. That helps us if you haven't already. Or if you're new, feel free to subscribe. And uh, you can share, follow, and like Lockdown Big Ten wherever you get this podcast, whether it's audio or on the video. Uh, sharing and liking and following certainly helps us out. We really appreciate that. Lockdown Big Ten, your team every day. So certainly you have heard about the mass exodus of players uh, from the Alabama football program since Nick Saban announced his retirement suddenly. The numbers approaching like 30 kids that are bolting, either current players or incoming recruits. It's phenomenal. I'm amazed by it. And the reason I think it's unreal, look, Alabama is one of the best programs in the history of the sport, right? And even though Nick Saban's leaving, all the tools are still there. The facilities are still there. The name, image, and likeness opportunities are still there. Uh, the passionate fan base is still there. It's all there, if not a spoiled fan base. But nevertheless, they're there. And one of the players that is bolting is five-star freshman quarterback Julian Sayan. Sayan was ranked the number one quarterback in the country in 2024. He said he, he clearly chose Alabama because he wanted to play for Nick Saban. He said Saban's track record with quarterbacks and how they get to the NFL, that's, that's what he wanted for himself. That's why he went to Alabama. Can't blame him. I get it. Many are predicting, though, as he now leaves, because as soon as a coach leaves, the transfer portal opens up for 30 days. It's open, believe me, at Alabama. It's it's a fire hose exodus, just everybody pouring out. Um, a lot of people are predicting that he goes to Columbus, Ohio, and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Interesting, right? Why? Well, what about five-star freshman quarterback Aaron Nolan? He's already on campus. He's ready to go. We've talked about Nolan quite a bit on this podcast. He's a remarkable player and I think a very interesting person. And, you know, a month ago, things were kind of looking a little shaky at Ohio State. Ryan Day was shaking everything up. They were coming off that Cotton Bowl embarrassment to Missouri. A lot of kids were heading out for the transfer portal, and Ryan Day was eager to make some changes as well. Uh, and I'll start with Kyle McCord and on, right? Um, Nolan was steadfast on social media in his desire to remain committed to Ohio state while people were leaving and bailing and they were losing recruits. It was a, it was a rough patch. Aaron Nolan said, Nope, I'm going to Ohio state. Just like saying wanted to play for Saban at Alabama. Nolan has long admired Ryan day's track record with quarterbacks. And he only wants to play for Ryan day. And what we've talked about it here, Ryan day, say what you will about Ryan day. He's a bit of a quarterback's whisperer. Uh, quarterbacks really thrive under his system. It's his biggest strength, I think. And maybe, just maybe, this might be a good time for Ryan Day uh, while he was trying to regain control of everything that was going on, all the chaos. And Nolan sat there and stood by his coach and said, hey, I want to play for that guy. I'm still coming. And believe me, other schools will call him trying to get him to flip. He was committed, committed to Ohio State. Might be a good time for Ryan Day to show a little commitment and loyalty back to Nolan at this point and maybe not bring in another five-star quarterback. But look, we know how life works, and college football is hard. And sometimes highly recruited quarterbacks, they don't work out. One underperforming quarterback can cause a coach to lose his job. 
you get all the hype, bring in a new kid, and he just isn't all that. All of a sudden, you've lost some games, and you're out. I mean, look, both Kyle McCord and Devin Brown were highly recruited quarterbacks, considered prize commitments, and they're fine quarterbacks, but not quite to the level that Ohio State is used to with C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields, for example. So maybe from a coach's standpoint, it might be better to have two five-star freshmen on the on the roster at quarterback just in case, right? Maybe Aaron Nolan is upset to hear all this Julian saying chatter. But from what I hear about him, he's not, to, he's not about to back down. And in fact, um, he's not going to back down from anybody in a quarterback room anywhere. He's thrilled to compete. And the fact that Saiyan is also considering going to Ohio State with Aaron Nolan already there in place says the same thing about him. If he does indeed choose Ohio State, I hear he is also considering Southern Cal. An announcement could be forthcoming, but as the time that the time we put this podcast together, no word yet. So let the competition begin, right? All right, now time for a bit of a left turn. Let's talk about something else here. It's a serious topic. Let's discuss the fighting Illini situation with Terrence Shannon Jr. He was suspended indefinitely a few weeks ago because he was charged with rape. Uh, that was following a visit to Lawrence, Kansas in September when the fighting Illini football team were on the road playing Kansas. He went with no official school capacity. He went as a fan and friends who just go to see a college football game. Anyway, apparently an incident happened, allegedly. And he was officially charged. The school suspended him as soon as those charges were filed a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Shannon, in return, is suing the Illinois Board of Trustees over the suspension. He maintains his innocence throughout all this, first of all. Let's say that. And he says the suspension is ruining his life and his future basketball career. So, late last week, a federal judge stepped in. Colleen Lawless is her name. She issued a temporary restraining order, which reinstates Shannon to the team effective immediately. And while this is a very serious matter, and while we're innocent until proven guilty in this country, it's an odd situation for Illinois now. A kid that was has this kind of accusation is now representing them and playing basketball. That's where we're at right now. But the reason that the judge gave for this order is very, very interesting. Here's what she said. Given the plaintiff's projected NBA draft status fell 17 spots into the second round one week after he was suspended, his continued suspension almost certainly means the plaintiff's draft position will continue to plummet and increases the likelihood he will not be selected in the June 2024 NBA draft. That's the first time I've ever heard a judge quote a mock draft I thought mock drafts were just for media types like me and fans like you. That was the reason a judge gave, a federal judge gave. Uh, and, and, and the reason she issued the court order. Look, we're going to be watching this story. It's going to be fascinating. Uh, you know, it's, it's a tough story. It really is. And um, it's going to be a tough story on and off the court, I think, moving forward. As always, your opinions are welcome as well. Uh, don't forget, you can hit me up, as always, at uh, TalkBig10 on Twitter. That's X. Also on the website, TalkBig10Number10.com, and on YouTube as well. Regarding basketball, uh, this is a, a Monday podcast. There are no uh, Big Ten games on Monday night, men or women. 
So you got the night off. I do want to tell you that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is what it is called. It's here for you 24-7. It covers the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league, including Locked On Big Ten. We are on there all the time. So check that out. Uh, just like in half-hour blocks, uh, just all of our most recent shows on the Lockdown family. And um, you could go to Lockdown Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. And don't forget to subscribe here as well. All right. I uh, wanted to make sure I told you about that. Coming up, like we like to do on Mondays, my top 10 Big Ten top 10 observations over the weekend. We'll share them with you. Maybe you have your own list. We can compare notes a little bit. We'll always have some fun doing that. That's next here on Lockdown Big Ten. All right, uh, let's get some things on uh, the screen here. I want to put, if you're watching a video, if you're on audio only, I always like to put uh, put a few things out there, and including our Big Ten Top Ten graphic. Going to put it up here. Here we go. All right, here we go. We started off with number 10, and I'm going to run through these things full screen. And at number 10, I wanted to point out Wisconsin's Max Klesman on Friday night. He had 26 points, 23 in the second half versus Indiana, and really blew that game open as the Badgers beat the Hoosiers 91-79 to up there in Madison. Uh, that game also made news for other reasons not great. He uh, Klesman was the one that, uh, well, he baited C.J. Gunn, and what he did is put his head on uh, Gunn's chest when they're getting ready to start a play, and Gunn foolishly just put his elbow up to Klesman's head. I mean, yeah, it was a soft elbow to the head, but it was, it was stupid. The officials threw gun out of the game. And the longtime voice of the Indiana Hoosiers, Don Fisher, somebody I know, he said, uh, look, uh, that's the most embarrassed I've ever been for IU in my 51 years behind the mic. and has nothing to do with the score. There were some other things like effort and defense and lack thereof and all that that he was uh, talking about in the broadcast. But nonetheless, not a good night for the Hoosiers, but a good night for Wisconsin's Max Klesman in his 26-point performance in that game. And number nine, Minnesota's Mallory Heyer. She made five three-pointers in the Lady Golden Gophers' uh, 69-50 win over Michigan State on Saturday. Congratulations to her. At number eight, some more women's basketball. Maryland's Bree McDaniel, 22 points, 8 of 12 from the field in a 90-82 win over Illinois on Saturday. Congratulations to her for that effort as well. At number seven, Nebraska's uh, Casey uh, Tomanaga. He's, uh, this kid can shoot. <laughs> uh, deep hit a deep three pointer with 25 seconds ago as the shot clock was winding down, beat Northwestern and Boo Booey and company 75 to 69. If you haven't seen Tomanaga or if you haven't seen a Nebraska game at home, they only have one law, they have the best record at home in the Big Ten this year. It continues. I again, I'm waiting for them to crack the top 25. I think this is a pretty good basketball team, 
if you uh, if you want my opinion. If you're here, you do. <laughs> At number six, congratulations to Ohio State's Chris Holtman. Got his 250th career win in their 79-67 win over Penn State over the weekend. And moving along to number five on our Big Ten Top Ten observations over the weekend. Just threw Bill O'Brien from Ohio State in here as a general story. The hire late last week uh, on Thursday, Friday, going into the weekend. Uh, I think it's a, a fascinating story. It's a story we're going to keep an eye on. We're going to um, keep keep watching this and see how this develops and how this works for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And along those lines, the storyline that kind of goes with all this in Ohio State, does Julian Sayan, the five-star freshman quarterback at Alabama who has left, does he end up transferring to Ohio State? And again, how does Air Nolan feel about all this and handle all this? This is great drama right here. This is a story we'll definitely keep an eye on. I, I don't know when Julian Sayan is going to announce where he is going. Maybe It could be forthcoming pretty soon. You would think it would be because the second semester has started already. You think you'd want to get registered and, and rolling if classes matter anymore for people. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, actually, you know, let me take that back. Uh, I don't know if he's reclassified yet, if he'd come in early or if he has to wait till the fall. I'll have to check on that for you. Not sure. I'm sure somebody will let me know on the comments. I'll uh, be glad to hear that, but I'll, I'll look into that. At number three, I want Purdue uh, here. Uh, their three-point shooting and their win over Iowa. In fact, these top three, I don't want to spoil it here, but these top three, all Purdue coming off that Iowa game over the weekend, in which they won 84 to 70. They did literally everything right. Let me start off with the three-point shooting because that's not that I'm, I'm not that's not a weakness. It's just not their strength because they got you know what the strength is, Zach Eady underneath. So they're hitting threes, right? I'll I'll bring this together and bring, make my point in a second. Hit nine three-pointers in that game. I didn't want to allude that they're a bad shooting team. They're not. They're not. They, but they do other things. All right. And uh, number two, they're rebounding in that game. They out-rebounded Iowa 50 to 24. 50 to 24 and got 36 points in the paint. Goodness. And number one, just Purdue Zach Eady in that game, his 11th double double. He had 30 points. I, that's his third straight 30-point game, if I'm not mistaken. 18 rebounds to go along with it. And Purdue has won 10 of their last 11. So here's, here's my point. I'll bring these top three together. You got Zach Eady, who's just a beast down low. When he's on, he's unstoppable. Best player in the country. Scoring 30 from inside, 18 rebounds. You're doing everything you can as a defense to try and stop that guy underneath. And what do they do? They go launch nine three-pointers on you from the outside. You can't stop that. Purdue scoring 36 points in the paint. They're out-rebounding you 50 to 24, and then they're raining nine three-pointers on you? Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, everybody else. That's That's tough. Good job to them, I guess, right? Hey, uh, we'll love all of your comments. Many ways for you to interact with me. Again, at Twitter, talk or X, Talk Big Ten, at Talk Big Ten, number 10. The website, hit it, uh, talkbig10number10.com. You can get uh, Big Ten merch there, ticket information, whatever you need. Go to the website, talkbig10.com. 
And also you can leave comments on YouTube as well. Whatever you do, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. And you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. The audio comes out about four in the morning, the video about six in the morning. Eastern time every day. And then also don't forget lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel lockdown sports today. Feel free to subscribe there as well. Off to a great and interesting start this week. Thank you for joining us. Can't wait to uh, talk to you again tomorrow, but thank you for checking us out here. Tell your friends about us for lockdown big 10. I'm Craig Sheeman.